You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and every year, um, people traditionally in Ireland used to head off to the Gaeltacht. Uh, I had the pleasure myself when uh, I was at secondary school of heading off to Gerta Hork, and I was greeted and being told that when I arrived that I had Connacht Irish, and I learned the difference. But the Irish language is experiencing... Uh, revitalization and tremendous industry with Gael Skullna and uh, even abroad people are learning Irish and here in Canada, uh, in Ottawa, in Halifax, Toronto, Vancouver, right across the country people are taking an interest in the language and learning it in Cultus Cultorier and in, in addition to the universities in Canada are helping greatly and coming up in the summer uh, there is a summer school in UCD at the um, the uh, section there that handles language and Clarny Bukla is there and she's going to tell us a little about the she's the Irish language officer in U- UCD. Clarny uh, Tafalteroth. Yeah, you heard what I had to say there. Yeah, like the the language is is one could nearly say alive. I won't quite say it's well yet, but it's alive. Well, it's certainly alive and kicking here in UCD campus. We have a very vibrant Irish language community among the students. We have so many students coming both from the Gaeltacht and from Irish language medium schools, and indeed from English medium schools, but who have spent time in summer colleges in the Gaeltacht that are most enthusiastic about it. So it certainly um, motivates us here in promoting the language. I myself work as an Irish language officer, promoting all things Irish and cultural, and that's increasingly of interest not only to native Irish students, but to the large number of international students that come to UCD. There's a tremendous demand for those services. And it's arising out of that, that last summer, we thought it would be an idea to organise our first Irish language summer school for adults. Uh, for those who never had the opportunity to engage with the language or indeed those who did and those who are fluent or maybe quite good already but would like to refresh their skills or become more accurate in spoken language in particular. And how was it last year as a first year? Well, we were delighted. It was very successful. We had aimed for 50 speakers and at that, 50 learners rather, at that, we thought we were being ambitious. We had 70 people came and partook in the week. Um, a lot of them stayed here in the modern residences on campus. They came from Ireland, from England, and from Canada. And uh, got on very well. And such was the positive feedback, we thought we would go ahead again this year. So we have a school from the 2nd to the 6th of July. And it consists of Irish language classes in the morning at five different levels. So there's a level for everyone, as I say, from beginners up to advanced. And in the afternoon then, we have a selection of lectures and they're offered in both English and Irish, again to cater for everybody, on various topics associated with the language and its culture. And the speakers there are not only from our own university, but from University College Cork, from Dublin City University, from Trinity College Dublin. So people really get a a taste of the expertise right across the country. And in the evening then, we have some social and cultural events. So uh, the type of social and culture, um, would, do you have a Kaylee in there at some night? We did. Um, in last year's school now, one of our evenings, we had uh, an excellent piper, Fionn O'Halvan, 
and he spoke about piping, gave us a little recital. We then had a Shano's dance workshop and uh, we had that with Creve and Emilagon and everybody got on the floor, tried their steps, got on very well and had a great time at that. And we had a song workshop as well with End O'Cahan. And he taught us some new songs, but also practiced some of the songs people were familiar with already. And again, it catered for, for, for those beginning the language as well as those more fluent. Now, you mentioned that you had people from around the world. And I know here in Canada, at the University of Ottawa, I remember asking uh, at one stage, what influence or what connection did a lot of the students who were learning the Irish language have to Ireland? And I was blown away when I was told that really only about 30% would have had some affiliation to Ireland, be it heritage or of children. That 70% were really nearly studying it as a language, and these included Oriental students and from other parts of the world. So are you seeing that type of a Yes, I'm seeing that both every day in the university as well as at the summer school. Now, in summer school terms, a lot of our visitors from England did indeed have Irish connections and indeed some from Canada. However, other people will take the course just to give them that extra insight into Irish culture and students from Asia will often come, you know, we, we try to explain that although we might be all English speaking this side of the Atlantic, Scotland, Wales, England, Ireland, the subtleties in culture can sometimes be illustrated very well by having a, some background or knowledge of the culture and the language. And we had a student here a couple of years back who did some research on the motivations for people to learn Irish. And what was fascinating about the results of his findings were that the reasons people in Europe, it was particularly aged, learnt Irish were precisely the same reasons why some people in Ireland didn't enjoy the language. Number one, they felt it was difficult, and this for some people abroad was a great challenge. And number two, it was spoken by a minority. And that was also of huge interest to them, and the interest in, in preserving that culture and contributing to it. So the, the reasons that some people in Ireland at school said nobody speaks it and it's too hard were precisely the reasons why the international community took an interest, as well as the very, very strong ties in you know, traditional and heritage uh, also. So, as a result of the summer school last year, often what will happen in an event like that or in a program like that is relationships will be established so that once the week is over you have then but nearly as a club have you found or have you noticed that the people who participated last year have either created some type of a group uh, virtually and uh, have continued to interact with each other as I think it's quite likely. Now, there hasn't been a formal network as such because we appreciate they're quite scattered between Ireland, England and, and further afield. Um, it was, however, very social. And that came back in the feedback at the end of the course. It was very social, friendly atmosphere because it is a little bit like a mini Gaeltacht experience. People lived in the accommodation on campus and we divided the accommodation in such a way that fluent speakers lived together and learners lived together so that people could really immerse themselves in the language. Between the coffee breaks and we have quite a long lunch break before the afternoon lectures there to give people time, all that in-between time, chatting, getting to know each other and practicing the language is absolutely key. So you're right, people got to know each other quite well and the people who enrolled 
to date for this year's summer school were people who did it last year already. So we've had a lot of repeat enrolments already. And I presume they're looking forward to seeing each other again. So tell me a little, you mentioned about the accommodation and the, the on-campus, on-campus accommodation. Tell me a little about it. Now, the, the thing about University College Dublin is we're on a direct link from Dublin Airport on the CityLink bus and it brings right here to the campus. And the accommodation, we were in accommodation newly built here on campus two years ago. And I stated that myself, actually, <laughs> just to try it out and because the evenings were late. It's self-catering accommodation, but then we had the various food outlets and restaurants on campus. We do also have a shop on campus, of course, for anyone who wanted to self-cater. The rooms are all en suite, individual rooms en suite, with a shared kitchen, a very large shared kitchen and living area. To be honest, there wasn't that much time for, for general living because there was such a selection in the course schedule that people were really out at about partaking in the activities more than they were at home. So um, the accommodation was available from the Sunday night when people would arrive until um, lunchtime on the Friday. So a big question always on anything like this will be if uh, I'm interested in doing something like this, what's it going to cost me? Well, uh, we have a it's rate for students, the tuition fee is €200 Euro for students, 250 for non-students. The accommodation then for students is 450 and tuition plus accommodation, 450 Tuition plus accommodation for the general public, €600. Euro. So as summer schools go, it's quite competitive, I think. I would have to say it's a fantastic deal. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. I would look on it that I was able to attend uh, something for a week uh, and at that kind of a price, uh, very affordable. Um, and in addition, Austin, just to mention, we also facilitate, you may have a, a couple where one person is interested in taking the Irish course, the other partner might like to go into Dublin, look at museums, art galleries, shopping. We will facilitate them for accommodation on campus. So we'll provide accommodation for partners or spouses who may not be attending the Irish course but who wish to travel together to Ireland or to Dublin. Right. Now, um, I don't know if I did. You mentioned that you had people coming from around the world and abroad. What was the percentage breakdown of that? How many would you say uh, last year were from Ireland, stayed, and how many had come to Ireland? Well, two-thirds were actually from Ireland and one-third from abroad. I suppose we didn't advertise as extensively abroad being our first year. I think there are probably a lot more people abroad for whom it may be of interest. Um, so that was the breakdown last year, yeah. So getting around to things like housekeeping, if anybody is trying to find you or if anybody needs information, how can they find you? Now, they can book on our own website, and that's www.ucd.ie forward slash B-N-A-G. Or if they go to the UCD website, we're bored Nagaiga. And we have a page there where you book online. We do, however, also accept postal orders or checks in the post, or somebody could give us a call and we can accept a credit card over the phone. Whatever way suits you the best, whatever is most convenient, we can facilitate them here. Now, I know it's not on your campus, but when I was in Dublin last year, I happened to rebel into um, Trinity and uh, went to the cafeteria there. Uh, after. Oh, yes. The buttery. Yeah, I went into the buttery. And yeah. it was the Wednesday. Oh, and very I, good. And I found down on the back corner to the right as you walk in the door, uh, it appears that that's where Irish speakers gather. Uh, randomly on, uh, that they, they all 
And I so my colleague Angus uh, Duan, who uh, was Irish language officer there, um, up until this September, had a great network going and the advantage there in the city centre, so members of the public as well as the college community could come in and have a chat. I suppose we do something similar here in that we have a book club available for people in the area and we have yoga sessions and they are the type of things people can drop into here, you know, people who don't belong to the college community as such, but they can still come in and speak with other Irish speakers and avail of that. Yeah, I, I find it fascinating. Like, I went down, um, when I went in, I just got my breakfast and headed back down to the, the end of the cafe because I wanted a, an you were in luck. I wanted yeah. an outlet to charge up my phone and here next thing I said this gathering around me I can't ask Gaelga. Um, oh they were fantastic yeah yes. yeah so, yeah, uh, it was just fascinating. There are a lot of mere pop-up coffees and pop-up Gaeltachs all over Dublin these days. There, as you've mentioned at the beginning, there there really is such a revival. And um, in fact, I was speaking to someone there, Fry, who has a Facebook page, Madinaka Cafe. So, if someone was to arrive in Dublin, they could find out where there might be a coffee morning in Irish extra Dublin area. So, um, that was the one worth checking out as well. Indeed it was. So again, let's make sure we get the dates out there, talking July. It's our summer school, the 2nd to the 6th of July, and held on UCD campus, and you can look online at the Board Nagaiga UCD website. Our subjects cover everything. I just it hadn't mentioned that to Austin. Various topics people will cover this year. We have our own Professor of Irish here, Jamie Cullithan, will speak about the Irish language and media. We have Assistant Professor here, Cahoot Bill, he speaks about the Irish language and the policy of the A. We have former Irish language commissioner, Sean O'Hurin, who turned author, who will speak about some of his work. We have Emeritus Professor Maureen McCunn from Dublin City University, and she's, she's speaking about some of the um, autobiographies from the Blasket Islands. At St. Trinity College Dublin, we have a Dr. Nassan Huron, and NASA will speak about Aber.ie, which is the Irish language site. And a gentleman who's coming back this year who was really the star of the show, and your listeners may be familiar with uh, Professor Alan Titley. Um, original of Uni University College Cork, and he's coming back uh, to us again this year. And Conrad Nagaiga, you may be aware, it's Blian Nagaiga, Irish language year here in Ireland. It's 125 years since the founding of Nagaiga. And their curator, Cúin O'Sheridan, will come, and he'll give us an insight into the Irish history, which is offered by Conrad Nagaiga's archive. So we have a lot of um, images and documents there. And finally, I just see in front of me in the brochure here, um, another alumnus of our own, Cormac Brannock, is now working with the new English-Irish Dictionary with Ungoom. And he'll tell us a little bit about the developments to date and, and future developments. And I know a lot of Irish learners and speakers use that folklore.ie um, website, and he would give us um, further insight into that. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been fantastic. And just again, let's wrap up by repeating the website. Yes, www.ucd.ie forward slash B-N-A-G for Board Nagailga. And thank you very much, Austin, for the opportunity. Well, you're indeed, sir. Gurumila Mila Mahagat. Gurumila Mahagatain.